Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Forever. Dog. Welcome to Relatively Healthy. I am joined today by comedian Hannah Michaels. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you. So we got in touch because I was asking about on the internet, um, people who have chronic illnesses and your name came up. So I'm very glad we're chatting. But first of all, for our listeners, how would you describe who you are and what you do? Um, I'm a comedian, occasional stand-up, mostly writer. Mm-hmm. Um occasional stand-up, but as we will get into, that becomes more of a lean throughout my set. Um, And uh, yeah, I've been writing. I've written for a lot of satire sites and hopefully some bigger stuff. Awesome. That's great. You've also had like a couple of things go viral. I hate to use that word, but that's, we'll talk about that. It's been weird. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So let's get right into the medical history. Before we started chatting, we were looking up the pronunciation of a syndrome because there's a million pronunciations. There's a million pronunciations. And the two doctors I went to be evaluated, I'm on the cusp of, because it's the, uh, evaluation methods for hypermobile EDS are very primitive. And it's basically like, can you do this with your joints? Can you do this with your joints? Got it. One person was like, you're on the border. And another person was like, yeah, you have it. So it's, we think Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. Yeah. There's different ways to pronounce it. We can just keep calling it EDS because yeah. I feel like that's easier. Yeah. And my mom has it. So it would make sense oh, that that's what it was. So what it's are the de- exact symptoms? Like, how does it manifest? For different people, it manifests in different ways. Some people have uh, heart problems. Um, most people, the 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 overriding uh, symptom of it is hyperflexible joints, um, which is great when you're young. It's really cool when you're young. Eventually, like pain starts to set in. But I could do some real cool shit when I was a kid, and it was great. I wonder if um, contortionists have it. A lot of them do. Interesting. Um, a lot of them do. Yeah. And uh, they really put their bodies through the ringer because wow. you're not supposed to stretch if you have it. Like Right. Because it's from what I understand, there's things where on another body, there may be a pain signal, but mm-hmm. you may not feel it. So it doesn't necessarily mean great. Like, let's live carefree. It's like your body isn't telling you maybe not to do it. Is that correct? It's not so much that there isn't a pain signal. It's that my threshold is much higher Mm -hmm. and I'm not aware when I'm hyperextending because when I relax my joints, 
I am, that's my normal state. So I'm not actually aware that I'm straining myself. Interesting. Okay. So the pain will set in, but it's kind of a constant low level unless I'm really doing some shit. Oh, whoa. Um, I actually had a cat collar for like weeks and weeks because he was right by the UCB and I was taking a, a class. Uh, want my money back. Anyway, um, <laughs> right by the UCB and uh, he would always he would always say why are you walking with your head down cheer up why are you walking with your head down and one way I one day I walked up to him and I was just like hey so I have this joint disorder that makes it very difficult to keep my head up because my ligaments are actually very lax and my joints are very lax and it actually takes a lot more muscle strength for someone like me to keep my head up and it's not about my mood at all and he looked like he had just seen a fucking ghost. Oh, damn. That is amazing. I love that you took the time to explain it and just like... Because it if, if you're being catcalled, it's like you're yeah. not a person. The second you humanize yourself, they're like, Ugh. That's why I wanted to make t-shirts for when, like, I was walking in New York and I get catcalled that just say, like, um, my insides are full of vomit and blood. Just, like, sort of just be like, <laughs> yes. really? Are you catcalling this? I'm yes. human. I'm flesh. Like, let's talk about that. Yes. Um, so you said that you had a primitive test to... To yeah. get diagnosed, it's just sort of like moving your muscles around. It's and- very primitive. I can show you, uh, but I would be off mic. <laughs> um, I can show you little things that a lot of people can do. Oh, like, like I can do. So putting your fingers touch back, my to finger touch your back wrist. here. I can put my fingers around my head. Mm-hmm. I mean, my legs around my uh, my neck. Yeah. Um, when I stand still, the the crux of it was I was having a lot of knee pain, mm-hmm. and when I stand still. Uh, my knees don't go straight down. They bend backwards. Bend backwards. I so that that's yeah, and that's what that's what causes me the most pain is actually standing still. I I'm fine to move around. Uh, I like I can't do high impact shit. Love hiking and stuff. Like I'm fine to do that, but in concerts, can't run. like oh, no. concerts, yeah, like standing. I will I will take a chair. Yeah, I will be the chair lady. <laughs> fuck it. I love it. So how has it affected your life? So it's like certain things like that, like concerts yeah. and that kind of thing. But day to day, do you feel the effects of it? It really depends. I have a lot of other things as well, and I'm not sure what's what and what counts as what and what's a symptom of what. And we don't actually know a lot about EDS yet. So, yes, every day there's something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily know if it's that. Um, but there's a lot of evaluating plans and there's a lot of like... There's a party at this place. It's at a bar. What's the seating situation Mm -hmm. kind of thing, Mm -hmm. Um, which I really wish that that taught me to be considerate for other people uh, because I had a birthday party uh, that I invited Danielle Perez to on the third floor of something with no elevator. (laughs) Honestly, that is just we were just having conversation. Another podcast, Life in LA, is just stairs and inaccessibility. Yep. Um, Very much so. New York is even worse yeah, from what I remember. Worse. Oh, my God. It's horrible. And I feel like it's also one of those things where I'd be curious how you feel about, like, your symptoms and what you experience isn't outwardly visible. Yeah. And so how that is, like, do you have to explain to people a lot about what your needs are and certain things that, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, the biggest, the biggest thing with the EDS is that, um, unless I, unless I like sub, like, it's very rare that I, cause I have a pretty mild case. It's very rare that I like sprain something or, or get like a subluxation or anything like that. In which case it's visible. You can see it. 
Um, otherwise, I will be standing in a circle talking to people at anything, like at a mic or at a show or at a party or whatever. And I'll start hopping around in place and people will be like, do you need to go to the bathroom? And it's just like, no, my heels hurt because my ankles are turned in and my knees are also turned back and it's just all on my heels right now and it wow. hurts so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's not something that like, it, I could see people not just not understanding that, just yeah. not being able to understand what you're feeling or the pain in your body. And that's just like, yeah. And it's, it's yeah, and it's hard to explain that standing still is the worst mm. um, and being still is worse than being low impact active. Right. Right. Interesting. Wow. I so, don't know if that's the same for other people with EDS, but it's definitely that way. That's for me. way for you. So I saw, I read that there are fewer than 200,000 cases diagnosed per year. Have you met other people with EDS? Yeah, I met two. Oh, cool. And are, is their experience similar to yours? Did you like find common ground? We did. Um, uh, one of the people I met uh, had a more, uh, a more major case than mine. And she had also been very much, like much more well-informed than mm -hmm. me. So that was great to meet her and just be like, I need to learn about this. These doctors are telling me nothing. They have a really thick accent. I don't even know what the syndrome, how the syndrome's pronounced. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, the truth is we don't know much about it. There's no treatment. There's no like medicine, right? There's, you could do, uh, not really. Not really. <laughs> yeah. There's pain relievers and there is low impact strength training that you can do very judiciously mm. and that could potentially help support your joints more right but it's also a risk so I, I've been I've been trying to do that more interesting okay got it and then so on top of that you also have Graves disease right I I I don't know if it's one of those, if it's like herpes and you have technically have it forever. Um, but you were diagnosed at one yeah, point? I, yeah, I, I, I had a hyperactive thyroid at age 11 or 12, which is probably the worst age to get it. Oh, um, really? Because that delays your puberty and just throws everything off. If oh, you, no way. Yeah, I had um, a lot of weird side effects. Like imagine going from, uh, imagine going from in high school no one hitting on you, no one being attracted to you because you look like a child to like grown ass men. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that Graves, I know because Missy Elliott had, yeah. had it or has it, right? Like that's, yeah. I think that's the most high profile. I think so. Yeah. yeah and culture of that. Um, it's so, actually, that's actually funny because I was, um, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, I was at a friend's house ages and ages ago and we were watching a video of hers and um, they were like, oh, doesn't she have this disease? Oh my God, that's so sad. Is she okay? Her eyes are all like bugged and they're fine now. Um, like her eyes got all bugged out and all this shit happened and blah, blah, blah. And um, 
And I had to be like, no, actually, it's treatable. It's okay. <laughs> She's going to be fine. Yeah, you don't have to pity her. It's okay. Yeah. Um, and so just on top of that, too, you have endometriosis. Yep. I just want to establish, because we're talking about chronic illness. These oh, are like, yeah. this is just a... And this is just the physical shit. This is just the physical <laughs> shit. So we've talked about that on this, on this show. And you kind of alluded to it with like doctors being maybe not the best for some of these things that when historically women are not, you know, believed or it's not treated well and it's just dismissed. Yeah. So I'm curious about with all these things, with all these conditions, what your experience has been like in the medical system of getting treatment and being believed in all these things. Uh, Very much along the lines of what you're talking about. I spent maybe two years uh, going to random doctors, getting random tests for things that, um, Luckily, because I was living with my parents and they were, you know, they were paying for it, tested for every possible thing. Um, It's more on it's more towards my right side. So they thought of chronic appendicitis for the longest time. Um, They thought, I don't all sorts of weird parasites that I could have never possibly gotten. Oh, my God. I was tested for so many things. I I was even admitted to a hospital once because the pain was so bad. Wow. It always shocks me because talking with people with endometriosis, it just feels like it would be one of the first things they would think of. It's so common. It's so common. And the symptoms are so universally just like terrible pain. Yeah. You would think they'd go, okay, it's probably that first, you know? Yeah. You would think. (laughs) Crazy. And so like living with, with, living with multiple chronic illnesses, do you feel like they're distinct in your body or do you feel like it's one big situation? Um, I often feel like it's one big situation. Sometimes right now I'm dealing with some weird inflammatory shit and mm. I don't know if that's part of the EDS or not. Um, or if the Graves is, no, I tested it. It's not back. I also tested for lupus. I don't have lupus. It's crazy (laughs) (laughs) so it's sort of just like when something pops up a symptom happens and it could be and when a symptom happens you run through your list of stuff that you have and usually end up with a maybe and that's the most frustrating thing that sounds really frustrating yeah yeah um because also i'm sure there's some overlap some symptoms like pain is general or you know things like that and so you might not know if it's one of them or none of them or what's going on yeah yeah i I can distinguish pretty well between like if my hip flexors hurt and if i'm having endo pain right but inflammatory stuff is that graves coming back is that endo is that something new yeah i don't know and then i feel like there's a lot of people that from my experience, I've heard just like dismiss chronic illnesses a lot of the time oh, yeah. or they say it's your diet or you're not sleeping. Like they go oh, to these yeah. things because it isn't visible. They it just isn't go visible. To, yeah. And they make it. I love random suggestions because I I'm very just like, here's why this won't work for me. And <laughs> very. I'll lay it all out. Like a lot of people have suggested veganism to me, which on its face sounds great. However, I also have a shit ton of allergies and most of them are to plant proteins. Also, God bless vegans. But if that did cure illnesses, people wouldn't get sick. Like, yes, it's just like not going to happen. So if people actually suggested that to you. Oh, yeah. They've, I mean, they've suggested many, many diets. And the thing is, like, I'm not if I eat a nut, I'm not going to die. But if that's my only source of protein, I'm going to be a lobster. Right. Like, I'm just, I'm I'm not going to be, I'm going to be an itchy monster. I'm going to be the thing. It won't be fun. Right. Um, 
but uh yeah yeah it's it's stuff like that people suggest diets sleep um they'll say uh get off the antidepressants um <laughs> which is like that's keeping me together right. <laughs> yeah that definitely seems like recipe for success is get off one of the medicines you've been prescribed yeah good yeah. idea or uh get off the birth control that's gonna make the endo endometriosis come back. yeah <laughs> honestly that's crazy are they, is this like from lay people just like friends oh and, yeah 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 i don't know my thought on that is like probably shouldn't be giving your friends uh, suggestions of no. how to live their lives the the times that i have i've always been like this is a specific thing that has worked for me i don't know if it will work for you yeah yeah and, and that's someone probably with something the way that it. you've experienced. And it's, exactly. Yeah. It's got to be something I've experienced. Yeah. I feel like people really don't understand yeah. chronic illness. They, yeah. they think it's just like, I. that's this diet. And these, there's so many books out there that are just like the anti-inflammatory diet and the anti-disease diet. Oh, so yeah. I think people are just being sold. And my mom has been through all of those. And the truth is, I think my mom and I probably, in addition to the you know EDS, probably have something that isn't on the books yet. Interesting. Um, or isn't easily diagnosable because um, we just have a lot of inflammatory issues and it's not any of the classic inflammatory disorders. Mm -hmm. And going along with the fact that we have a bunch of autoimmune shit and stuff tends to coexist. Uh, yeah, we're kind of stabbing in the dark yeah next thing i'm gonna get tested for is lime uh we'll see whoa <laughs> so when you've gone in to tell doctors about your symptoms yeah have they i mean like i guess have there been ones that have been very helpful or mostly it's been just like you're you don't have good answers it's like whatever there have been ones that have been very helpful and ones that that have been very dis uh, dismissal is, is not the word I'm looking for. Dismissive. Dismissive. Yes. <laughs> you got it. Yes. Why was I fired as an editor? Um, <laughs> yes. Um, th and they're more often than not, it's like you have to be your own historian. And that's the thing that gets me into trouble because my memory is a piece of garbage. <laughs> and like, there's a lot to keep track of. I literally had on Wednesday, I literally had an appointment, um, with someone about endometriosis to consult about getting off the birth control because maybe that's like it's such a high hormone formulation that I'm on. Maybe that's like making my brain a little foggier or contributing to the depression or, you know, whatever, doing a bunch of stuff. And um, she was like, yeah, there's this new pill. You'd probably be the perfect candidate for it. And then when I was walking out the door, I turned around and I was like, oh, I forgot to mention Graves gave me osteoporosis as a teen. And she was like, oh, no, you can't take that pill. Whoa. So I had a second of hope. And then I'm glad I, I'm glad I said that. Everything is sort of just like this Venn diagram of things that are going to cancel each other out. Yeah. 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 There's so many treatments that would be available to others. <laughs> it's just like I have the other so thing. many things. You're just navigating so much. Um, also, do you have osteoporosis now or is that when it, ha when that hit and then it went away? It went away because I was 16 and it was only in either the cancellous or the cortical bone. I'm not, I'm not, I don't remember anyway. One is outside, one is inside. Um, and I did a bunch of strength training and went on birth control. And because when you're a teen, you can make up bone mass. 
it did go away, but I'm still at risk and I have to get another bone scan and I've been dreading it. And there's the, the paperwork is on my desk. Oh my God. So we'll see what, <laughs> if I have it again. Do you mind if I ask what your insurance situation is? This is a lot of medical care to have yeah. to navigate. I'm very lucky in that my parents uh, help me out a lot. Good. Because um, this is, yeah, I mean, for anybody, this is a lot of it's a lot to deal with yeah and um you know as much as i'm like you fucked and you knew this shit <laughs> it's I'm, I'm i'm extremely grateful i've been i have been freelancing since i started working because i always wanted to write and that is a trap in terms of having any sort of safety net oh no i know it's so, crazy yeah i mean yeah. i can i can pay the co-pays but the actual annual insurance pill. I'm paying my car insurance now. That's something. I'm 31. What's wrong with me? <laughs> You're doing great. I, I, I found so. that with when I was on freelance insurance, I had insurance, but it was unusable. Like I yeah. could afford that. I could afford to have insurance, but those doctors were not ones I wanted to see. Yeah. It was impossible to schedule appointments. It's like, if you want good care. Some of those providers aren't on the networks you're getting. Yeah. It just is like, it's very much a luxury in this country or you have to have a really wonderful full-time job to get good coverage. So very much. I've actually, because my annual salary is, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I said in a voice to a billion people, I don't fucking, um, I usually just fudge the numbers so that I qualify for Obamacare. Okay. We'll cut Um, cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, yeah. Um, Cause otherwise it would be medical, um, which is, uh, for the kind of, uh, psychotherapy I want not helpful. Right. That's the thing too. I think a lot of these health insurance companies don't cover mental health at all. Oh yeah. And that's, you know, the most, I, I don't, I don't know if you're already struggling financially, mental health is the most important thing. Totally. Yes. And if you have other syndromes, illnesses, mental health is so important so that you can even so be up for dealing with those things. Oh my God. Yeah. Crazy. Um, I, yeah, I don't think a lot of people know about EDS or Graves at all. I feel like you probably have to explain those a lot to people. Yeah, I do. I, uh, EDS, I don't know much about, and yeah. I don't know if anyone knows much. I, I, you know, I've, I've, I've Googled it. I've read the Wikipedia and the different studies and I fit into some of them, but not all of them, but my joints definitely click. Um, listen to that. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I didn't That's mean to scare so you. Oh my God. No, I didn't expect that. Yeah. It's creepy. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. It's weird. My mom won't let me do that in front of her. Um, (laughs) So what advice would you give to people who have, whose friends have chronic illnesses? Like if someone is, I know someone who has it, they're in my life. I want to be supportive of them. What advice would you give them? Uh, Just, I suppose, pay attention to signals because everyone handles these things differently. Some people very much like they want to handle it on their own. They want to, you know, they want to take care of this on their own and they don't want it. Um, addressed in public settings as much as private settings. Other people, you know, would very much love if you offered them like a chair or something like that. It's just depends on your friend. Depends on the friend. Yeah. It feels like also if they are your friend, you can ask that. Be like, hey, like. Yeah, absolutely. If they're your friend, like if I, that would be amazing. Like just, 
yeah, how's the, what's the best way I could support you? Yeah. I love that. Cause sometimes it feels like with friends, you're either feeling like I don't want to call this thing out or make them feel like I'm paying too much attention to it. Right. But I also don't want them to think I'm not thinking about it. Right. So like asking them what works for them is probably the best thing to do. Totally. Okay. That's helpful. Um, and one last question. Can we briefly touch on sword guys? Sure. So for our <laughs> listeners, what is that? <laughs> I, um, I had a stand-up bit that, that for some reason audiences really responded to about how I somehow keep hooking up with guys who have swords. Right, right, right. Um, and then I wrote something for the cut and it just, it kind of went viral. Because it was like a lot of women came out of the woodwork to be like, I too have slept with the sword guys. Yeah. And how, so just for detail's sake, like how many were there in your life? Um, it depends on what counts. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about, uh, what is it? Katanas? What are the different yeah. types of swords? There are anything that was like, and they were on display, right? Like these are things on people's walls. Sometimes, uh, sometimes there's not much care put into it. Right. So they're um, just in a corner. It really depends on the caliber of sword guy. Um, I have definitely pulled a dagger out of a desk with a spider egg inside it, which was uh, wow. a whole other level of awful. Okay, cool. That's <laughs> a lot. Yeah. So you put this article up and then all these people were coming out of the woodwork saying they too like knew this experience. I'm just really curious about this huge cross section of the population that has swords. Yeah, I don't I think um, and I'm not and I'm not here to discount sword women. I've mostly been with dudes. Have you been um, with sword women? I have been with one woman who had one dagger, but it was like a it was like a cosplay thing. Interesting. So it was a little bit like on the hierarchy of sword people, I put cosplay above just like a random sword. Right, right, right. Like you're an accountant who yeah. has a sword, yeah. right? Oh, I get God, you. an accountant who has a sword? Oh, God. That's all. Add accountant to it and that's a whole other level. That's so funny. I love it. But yeah, like that's so funny. I guess it was very relatable to people. So I appreciate that you put that out there. It's really funny. Uh, it was it, it was fun to write about. Um, and uh, the ex that I mostly feature in that is do, still doing great in comedy. Didn't affect great. him. Oh, so, good. Of course good. not. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So if people want to find you and learn more about Sword Guys and all the other things you do, <laughs> where can they find you on the Internet? Um, I'm mostly visible on Twitter. It's at Hannah Michaels, which is H-A-N-A-M-I-C-H-E-L-S. Uh I don't know why they spelled it that. My parents made a lot of bad decisions. <laughs> I think you're doing great. Your name's great. It's all Thank working you. out. <laughs> Thank you. I have two middle names and one has a Z. Um, Wait, what? You have two middle names? Because my mom kept her last name. So, oh. so she gave me like, that's the. Yeah. I see. I see. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's my, my mom's last name is such an Ellis Island panic name. It's such a bullshit. I'm sorry for going on this. No, yeah, what is it? But it's such a bullshit. It's white. And it's like. No. Wait, her last name is White? Or yeah. Her, yeah. And it's like... What was it before? Some unpronounceable Russian Jewish... Like, yeah. Vaz, 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 yeah. Vaz. Yeah. And yeah. then they go with White. Yeah. And then, yeah. And I think they literally, like, landed there. They were like, what's your name? White, we're White, we're, we're white, white, we're White, we're White. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's so funny. Um, but thank you so much for being on. And uh, I... I'm going to post a little bit more probably about these, these syndromes. I think yes, they're really please. fascinating. And... I think people should know about them. Yeah. So thank you for being on. Thank you so much. And I just found out about EDS like 
within the last year. So oh, if damn. you find out anything, I'll uh, let you know. Send it to me. <laughs> send it your way. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.